Welcome to Roxy's Thoughts, where I tell you my thoughts about different subjects from our everyday life. This is Roxy, so let's begin. I want to begin with apologizing for this late show. Um, it's been a very emotional time for my kids right now, so let's get this thing started. So where we left off last time, John was um, accepting my apologies and, you know, accepting the fact that I cheated and... You know, he forgave me and all this good stuff. So after that, after he forgave me, um, I kind of kept in touch with Jose in and out, but it was nothing serious. And then, um, you know, a few years down the line, you know, our relationship was still rocky and, you know, obviously there was trust issues still there. But, you know, again, he forgive me. We were working things out. We were trying to do more things together as a family. And, um, you know, um, just trying to get everything, you know, back in track with everything. Um, also, I want to give you guys a heads up. If you hear uh, a baby coughing or me stuttering a little bit, the baby's in my room right now he's not feeling well so he will be coughing throughout this episode i apologize in advance and i also have my cat who is messing with my feet right now anyways let's not curve off this path let's get back on it so we can finish this get to know me story because it will be catching up to date where i am now so like i said we were we were getting to, you know, fix our relationship. I mean, you know, every relationship has its ups and downs and, you know, but he just keeps repeating his mistakes, not giving me attention physically, mentally, um, verbally. You know, it's like, you know, I was invisible to him and it, it wasn't fair, to be honest, you know. You know, and I tried my hardest. I mean, I didn't do anything. So, you know, I just stood home, make sure the kids were okay, make sure the house was okay. But something inside me, I felt like something inside me died. Like, what what am I going to do? You know? So, I started to work out so I can lose some weight not for not for my husband letting you guys know that right now I'm not trying to make myself fit to make John look at me in a certain way no god no I am smarter than that I just wanted to be healthier for me and I just wanted to do better for myself and for my kids I wanted to live a lot longer for my kids um, for those of you, I think I never told any of you guys, but I am type 2 diabetic and I am working on it. So I won't fill you guys on that. <laughs> but, um, yes, I was working out. I was doing great. I lost weight. I was, you know, eating healthy. I was doing exercise every day. And then I go on vacation um yeah i went on vacation (laughs) 
and you know we were having fun we were fine we were we were having fun and you know doing our thing we went to um lincoln new hampshire and it's beautiful up there guys i'm telling you in august it's just like perfect but yeah um my daughter learned how to swim without a lifeguard and you know all this good stuff and um we came back it was my brother's wedding around october which was about our six-year anniversary no no sorry five-year anniversary so this was like about last year in 2017 my brother got married we were so drunk and um apparently i was pregnant at the time did not know i was pregnant but this third pregnancy was actually a surprise because um like i said i was you know getting fit and and everything else so we find out that we're pregnant we're actually early because every when I had Eric and Genevieve, I didn't find out I was pregnant till I was like three, three and a half months. With Mike, I found out a lot sooner. I was like six, seven weeks. I was like, what? And I was like, this is to say, this is the earliest time that I um found out I was pregnant and definitely felt like the longest one too because you know I'm only used to being pregnant for six months of knowing <laughs> and um you know um that pregnancy my third pregnancy was very very difficult especially towards the end I um I started, I couldn't even do household chores at this point. I can barely sit up. I can barely lay down. I was very uncomfortable no matter what I did. And dealing with the doctor's appointments, bringing the kids with me by myself. Didn't know if I had anybody that was going to come with me and stuff like that. So, uh, there was this one time that I had to bring my son and daughter with me and I had uh, a non-stress test they didn't like the results they didn't tell me what was going on they told me to go back in the waiting room I was like oh my goodness had an ultrasound right afterwards they're like okay the baby's moving fine he's healthy he's breathing I and mean, he's practicing his breathing which is great on um, your Go back, go back to the waiting room and wait for and wait for the doctor. I was like, "What is happening?" It's to the point that my anxiety started to go up. Doctor's like, "Oh, you know, your blood pressure is a little high. Um, I don't like that, but I understand that you have the kids with you, so it's your call. You can either stay, go to labor delivery to see if they can monitor you for a little bit, or you can just go home with your kids." I was like, "I'm going home with my kids. If the baby's fine, I feel fine." leave me alone and I was out and you know it was such a beautiful day out that day and I didn't want to go straight back home so I took them to a park that I used to go to a lot and um they were having fun we were walking taking pictures we took videos 
And next thing you know, I fell down a few steps. I was in pain, guys. And I believe I was 32, maybe 33 weeks pregnant at that point. And my kids were scared, but then they were excited because they got to ride the ambulance to the hospital. My husband and his mom rushed over as soon as they can and come to find out everything was fine. The baby was fine. There was no rupture in the placenta. There was, you know, nothing was wrong. Um, now, fast forward to 36 weeks pregnant. I had a babysitter. My sister was taking care of the kids. Um, my husband was working. Yep, there he goes. <laughs> and, um... <clears throat> I go to my doctor's appointment for a non-stress test again. Baby's heart rate is good, but the movements wasn't there. Put me back in the waiting room. I'm like, okay, okay, this is nothing. It's probably the same procedure as last time. Ultrasound, baby's moving. He's always sleeping. He's fine. He's practicing his breathing. He's good. Blood pressure's high. Let's wait for the doctor. Okay. Waited for the doctor. He's like, your blood pressure is higher than I would like it to be. You need to go to labor and delivery to, so they can monitor you for a while. I was like, fine. I go to labor and delivery, sit down in the waiting room. I was there for maybe five hours. Like I said, I'm type 2 diabetic. I was getting dizzy, I was getting angry, I was starving. I'm like, this is not okay. I was like, you guys can't treat your patients like this, especially pregnant ones. And I was like, I would like to go somewhere to eat. I mean, unless you guys are going to serve me food. Yeah, his cough is pretty bad. And I think he's going to cry right now. Nope. Nope. <laughs> so... So yeah, I finally got something to eat, and um, they finally called me in. They hooked me up to the non-stress test um, monitoring. They had to check my blood pressure every 10 minutes. And um, so yeah, I was there by myself until 10 o'clock at night. That's when my husband finally came. And um, also my best friend came later on that night. And we're going to call her blue girl because her hair is blue and um the baby's crying i'm so sorry guys and um so you know we were there and um they finally my blood pressure every 10 minutes like i said they were taking it my blood pressure was going higher and higher and higher they were starting to get scared thinking that it might be preeclampsia so like you know what we're going to induce you tonight they induced me and, um, and, um, you know, they induced me. I was there for maybe two days and then Mike was born. And, um, yeah, uh, Mike was born and he was healthy. He was fine. Um, I was able to take him home without a problem, but they were worried about me because my blood pressure was so high throughout the labor and um, when I came home, 
they sent me home with a, a nurse to check my blood pressure every three days with that throughout the week for a month. Within that month, I got rushed to the hospital three to four times because my blood pressure was high. So they diagnosed me with postpartum preeclampsia. Who know that that can happen? Just my luck, right? Um, you know, my husband stayed with me throughout, until the baby was, was home. He was home for two weeks um, when we got home. And then he had to go back to work. And I, I've, it was a lot of work on me because, you know, I was home alone a lot. My daughter was not in school at that time. Only my son was. And I'm like, this is a lot for me to handle. I couldn't really move a lot. And it was just, it was a mess, guys. Like, the first two months was just me, SD. Like, you know, I couldn't do much for anything. I just had to focus all my attention on the baby and stuff like that. And, um, <clears throat> so now, fast forward to my son, Mike, when he was, okay, he's eight months now, and you know, I'm just gonna say, let's say, let's, let's go to, um, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is where it gets interesting. Um, but I noticed throughout the summer my husband was talking about this girl that he, they just hired in March at their store. And he's like, oh, she's half Puerto Rican, half Irish, which, which is weird because I'm fully Puerto Rican and my husband was um, Irish, German, and Scottish. And I'm like, you know, I don't know. Like, I didn't think much of it because, you know, he was... He's he's a social person, kind of, but he's also, he likes to keep to himself. And like I told you guys, video games, cell phones, shows, that's all he cared about. And then now, work. So Thanksgiving comes, I, I told my mom, I was like, you know what, it'd be easier if you just come to our house. Because, you know, this is our first um, Thanksgiving in our new apartment. Just come over here, it'll be easier. My husband said, oh, you know what? I had my co-workers are doing something at a co-worker's house. It's okay if I stay there until 2 or 3. I'll be home by 3.30 and whatnot or 4 o'clock. So I'll be home in time for dinner and we can just eat together. And I'm like, okay, he never, you know, he doesn't ask for much. So I was like, yeah, go ahead. He didn't come home until 7 o'clock at night, which pissed me off off and then that following weekend after thanksgiving he said oh you know i have to work late on friday night with work and um a couple of my co-workers wants to hang out and i'm gonna sleep over one of the guys house so i can get to work on time the next day on saturday morning i was like um, okay. I mean, if that's what you want to do, I guess that's fine. So, I let him go. Fast forward to December 4th. I just came out of the appointment. And, no. Let's rewind a little bit. 
earlier on December 4th. He was giving me attitude in the morning because he promised me the night before that he was going to come with me to bring our daughter to school together. And he was just giving me attitude upon attitude. I forgot something at home. I told him that. I was like, listen, if you're still home, please go get the bag and bring it to school because Serena needs to bring it back. And, um... Yeah, so we went to my daughter's school, and, um, and, um, yeah, so he met me up at school, he dropped off the bag and left, and I'm like, oh, so I'm not going to see you before you go to work, and so he comes back, and he's giving me an attitude, and I'm like, I was like, what is your problem? I was like, it's like you don't want to hang out with me anymore. He goes, yeah, I don't want to hang out with you. And, like, he shattered me right there and then. I'm like, are you kidding me? And he just left with, like, a cold, hard kiss on my forehead and just left. I was like, how can you do that to me? Like, why would you say that to me and stuff like that? I ended up going to a doctor's appointment later on that night. And my kids were at my friend's house, Miss Leo's house. And, um... Yeah, they were there, and I'm calling. He's texting me saying that he's stressed out with work. I was like, I know you're stressed out with work, and your boss is being an ass or whatever. And he goes, oh, it's not just that. I was like, what are you talking about? And then that's when he calls me, and he goes, I don't think this marriage is working out. And I was like, are you kidding me? Mind you, I'm on the train bawling my eyes out. I was just crying and crying and crying, and I'm like, what is happening? What is going on? Why is this happening? And um, there was this lady, she noticed me crying that heavy, and she's like, oh, is everything okay? So I told her what happened, how many kids I had. She goes, I know what you're going through. I went through the same thing. And she's like, don't worry, you are going to become a lot better out of this. And so I was like, okay, fine, you know. But, you know, I'm still devastated, and I didn't want to go home. So I decided to stay at Miss Leo's house. <clears throat> decided to stay at Miss Leo's house because I, I, couldn't, I couldn't go home knowing that he was going to be there and stuff like that. So <clears throat> I told Miss Leo everything, and she was saying, oh, he's an ass, he's a dick, he doesn't deserve you and stuff like that you you fixed everything you did everything that you could to fix this marriage and now he just wants to throw it all away and I was like you're right I was like I don't it's just that it still hurts it's a lot and the kids didn't know anything about this either so I'm still trying to text him and everything and I was like okay just meet me at Miss Leo's house and we'll talk when you get here you know, everybody was already sleeping except for Miss Leo and um and Mike the baby. And so I'm sorry guys, just rethinking that day just it hurts. Just hurts a lot. And um, you know, he's just you know, he's like, my only fear is that you're going to take the kids away from me. I was like, I would never do that. I was like, why do you think that? 
I would be that conniving to you. I was like, just because we're over doesn't mean, doesn't give me the right to take the kids away from you. The kids need their father in your in their life. And he keeps saying that he wants everything civil and stuff like that. So he, we, he left and whatever. Another day, uh, me and my older son, we were heading back home. And um, he... I was I we got on, we didn't get on the same bus. We got on the same bus but two different ones. He got there before me. I was like, "Oh, won't you just wait for me at the bus stop? We're almost there." He goes, "Fine." But he was on the phone the whole entire time, not interacting with me or my oldest son, just just talking to whoever he's talking to the whole entire time. I was like, "Who are you talking to?" I was like, "Why can't you talk to me?" I'm like, I'm right here. I'm right in front of you. Like, I get what's happening between you and me, but, like, what the hell? And, guys, that's when I found out there was something something wrong. So, I let it be. Next day, you know, his Facebook is already logged in into our computer. I go on his Facebook and... He has a conversation with this girl saying, hey, are you okay? Can you talk to me? Are you mad at me? Did I do something wrong? I was like, why is he saying this to her? And she's not responding back to anything. I was like, okay, this is, this is, this is not okay. What, what is happening? That's when he finally told me that weekend that he was going to go hang out with friends. He was actually at a hotel with a girl that he was talking to on the computer, which, by the way, is his co-worker. And that she bought the hotel. And I was like, oh, really? Nice. So I was like, you are, you're leaving me, not because you lo- don't love me anymore, but you're leaving me for someone else. I was like, I get it. I choose on you. But what did I do? I didn't leave you with three kids to raise. I didn't leave you to go be with someone else and start a whole new chapter. You are the one who's destroying this family. You're the one who decided to do whatever nasty thing you did in that stupid, dirty hotel. I'm like, I can't believe you right now. I was like, you're really doing this to me. And guys, like, just re-talking about this is a lot. He had the audacity to tell me that he wants to stay married but separated. I was like, absolutely not. I want a divorce. If this is how it's going to be, I want a divorce. Oh, can I still stay here? And I was like, you know what? Whatever. You can stay here until the end of December. But after that, you need to get out. Okay, that's fine. He tells me, oh, I might be moving out sooner. I might be moving out next weekend. I was like, I was like, why can't you move out now to your little girlfriend's house? Oh, because her boyfriend still lives there. I'm like, get the fuck out. Get out. I don't want you here. Get out of my house now. 
oh, but I don't have anywhere to go right now. I was like, like, you told me yourself before. It's not my fucking problem. So he left. I called his mom, collected all of his stuff, gave it to her. And she, now all his stuff is at his house. Oh, I still want to be civil. I want to still see. I was like, I'm like, I told you already. Stop being an ass and thinking that I'm going to take the kids away from you when I'm not that type of person. I was like, I'm civil as long as you're civil, you know? So, uh, it's just so much to deal with, guys. Like, I, I don't, I don't know how. I'm doing this right now, guys, to be honest. Like, right now, I'm doing okay. But at the time, I felt like the world was just wishing me down. And I didn't, I didn't know what to do. You know? So this is probably um, still beginning of December, going into mid-December. He's not living with me anymore. I am emotionally unstable. I mean, he was still, you know, I would still drop off the kids at his mother's house or whatever, or his grandmother's house, so that way they could spend time with them. And, you know, so on and so forth. And, you know, I'm just going to end this here because um, I need to collect myself. So, um, this is where we're going to end for right now.